Hey, welcome to the Stephanie Stevens Show, where I help you discover the power of communication and the keys that unlock the doors to freedom in every area of your life. Well, hi, friend. Fancy meeting you here. Thanks so much for tuning in and listening to the Stephanie Stevens Show podcast. I appreciate you. I am grateful for every moment that we get to spend together. We are an incredible community. We are growing. We are heard in 14 countries. We are heard in 28 of the 50 states in the U.S. and growing daily. So thank you for sharing. Thank you so much. Thank you for subscribing to the podcast. And thank you also for rating the podcast. If you do that, it helps other like-minded people find us so they can enjoy this incredible community as well. So here we go now launching into part three of my four-part series titled How to Start a Business the Hard Way. So we talk about a lot of things on this podcast. We talk all things communication, how to be a better communicator. Uh, What is your specific arena of communication? Where have you been gifted and how can you expand that? How can you utilize that? I do believe that good, efficient, effective communication is the key that unlocks the doors to freedom in every area of your life. Because after all, if you cannot communicate what it is that you want, what you need, your vision, what you're willing to give and offer, how you add value. Well, it's going to be really challenging to grow and expand and share your passion and to have other people benefit from all you bring to the table, right? So I wanted to discuss these issues of starting a business because a lot of people ask me about the business that I started with my business partner about five years ago now, and we scaled from zero locations to three locations in three years. That's a lot of growth in a short period of time. So a lot of people have asked, how did you do it? What did you do to get started? I just wanna let you know that if we can do it, literally anybody can do it. Now, I like to think of myself as relatively intelligent. Here's what I know to be true. I am a problem solver and I have a tendency to be able to dive in and research and find answers if I need to. I have no problem asking people for answers. I have no problem continuing to learn. And that's a benefit, that level of curiosity, that willingness to learn and grow, that acknowledgement that you need to learn and grow is going to be your best friend in starting a new creation, a new project, or a new business. Maybe it's even a nonprofit organization or something charitable. It doesn't really matter what it is. Whatever it is, there are ways to do it, even when the odds are stacked against you. So that's why I titled this series, How to Start a Business the Hard Way. In the first episode, I talked about how to do it knowing nothing, nothing about the arena you are about to jump into. That was my story. That was part one. Part two, how to do it with no money, honey. No money, zilch, zippo, nicht, nein, nada, okay? And how we were able to start our business, including leasing space, investing zero of our own dollars into our business. That was on part two. Today, this part I'm entitling how to take on way too much. When my business partner and I started, we filled all of the roles in the business, just the two of us. We had four frontline employees that were going to provide the actual services, the direct support services for our wonderful and amazing young adult program participants, okay? 
but we had to do all of the back end work. We just didn't have payroll yet enough to actually hire out, you know, billing and payroll and management. We didn't have an HR. We were walking a pretty thin line in those first months and even really first year or two years. So because we had made a commitment to pay off our initial investors within a year's time. And we did. And last episode, I told you exactly how we did that. So we took on everything, everything in the business. My business partner was doing all the hiring. She was managing the staff. I was doing all the back-end paperwork, service agreements, contracts, communications with the counties, communications with the families, intakes, licensing, credentialing, all of it. And we, as we grew, of course, with more employees and more program participants and more counties involved and more people from the state involved and more entities and people, we took on more and more and more. And I tell you what, it was like taking on water. Now, that is sustainable for a little while. You're energized. You're, you're launching this business. You're getting it off the ground. You're eating it, drinking it, sleeping it, thinking about it, getting up, and you're energized to go in there and to really establish this thing and, and see the vision manifest that you created in your head. You know, you had that vision in your head, in your heart. You, you looked at the space. You saw the things in your mind's eye. Now here you are walking out each and every step to actually see this to fruition and realize all of those visions piece by piece and step by step. And that, my friend, is so incredibly energizing and fun until it isn't. Until you grow to the point where you doing all of the payroll, all of the onboarding, all of the billing, all of the intakes, all of the service initiation, all of the service termination, all of the problems, all of the issues, all of the parents, all of the participants, all the staff. When you are doing all of this on, it is literally like taking on water in what feels like a sinking boat because you sink. Like you are holding everything up above the water so that it floats and that it, so that it runs and it works well and you can continue to grow. But you, my friend, will sink. And that's what started to happen to me. I started to sink down and year two and a half and three, when I was still juggling all of these balls and carrying all of this weight. And here we were scaling. Now we have a second location in the build out on that. My business partner really enjoys doing the build out portion. So she was working with the contractors on that. I was still working with the families and the payroll. And I had learned how to bill, but I didn't know how to batch bill. So I was still billing every participant like separately. That was so incredibly time consuming. And it was something that needed to be kept up on really daily or I was going to get backlogged. Here's what happened. I started to burn out. You know what this is like the joy started to leave me. I started to become resentful now of the process and everything that the process contained because I was carrying the weight of the world on my shoulders. Now, I'm going to tell you very honestly, it is imperative in my opinion, not everybody believes this, but I am a firm believer that you must know your business well. You must know your business inside and out. My recommendation is that in the early stages, when you're first launching your creation, your business, your nonprofit, your project, whatever it is, know every angle, know all of the jobs, know the job titles, know the job duties, and know how to do it. Why? Because in crunch time, you're going to need a plan B. 
If you start out of the gate and you hire someone to do payroll and somebody decides to leave or they move out of state or they leave abruptly and you don't know how to do it, you're in trouble. You're in trouble because you have to either replace them very quickly and get somebody up to speed. You got to figure out how to train them. So it's important to know how to do these different components. I knew how to do it all. I knew how to run the QuickBooks. I knew how to do the accounting. I knew how to do the billing. I knew how to run payroll. I learned how to do all of these things. I learned about all of the intake documents that the Department of Human Services required us to do and complete when we onboarded a new program participant. I learned the ins and outs. And as I mentioned in the first of the series, part one, I started from zero. I knew nothing. I didn't even know what any of the document acronyms meant. Like every document has these acronyms and all of these series of letters shoved together. I didn't know what any of them even stood for or meant in the beginning. I learned all of that quickly, as you will. You learn quickly the genre that you're stepping into. You don't have to know it at first. You just have to have that commitment to learn and to set the time aside while you're also putting food on the table for your family. It can be done. You will do it. That being said, I do believe it's important to know every angle. If you're going to open a sandwich shop, know everything about the build out of your building. Know how to run the payroll system. Know how to bill for services. Know the QuickBooks or whatever system you're going to use, whatever invoicing system, accounts payable, accounts receivable. Know that. Know all of these things. Know how the sandwich machine works. Know how the bread slicer works. Know what it costs to have all of the equipment, know the ins and outs, know your condiment vendors, (laughs) get to know it all. And then as soon as you can, as soon as you have built in that margin of profit, you're going to start stepping out one job at a time. And one of the integral points we came to is I made a list. I was becoming so like downright angry, honestly, because I had no time of my own. I had no life of my own anymore. I was raising my kids They still needed me. I needed to be a present parent. And now all I was ever doing was just trying to keep the wheels turning to catch up and stay on top of just the day-to-day in the business, not even being able to think about continuing to create a vision cast and grow just because of the daily bog bogging down. And one of my earth angels, the woman who had taught me how to do billing, she had made a recommendation that I make a list of everything that I needed offloaded just to keep my sanity write it all down, and then let's take a look at it and find out if we can outsource some of this and find other people you can contract with to take over payroll, to take over billing, to take over APAR, to take over some of the back-end communications with case managers, take some of that stuff on to lighten the load, to start bailing out some of the water in my boat. My boat had taken on all of this water, get some of the water out of there. You know, it was like an earth angel arriving with a pail just offloading. And she actually helped us find some of the people who were going to be integral in helping to offload and take on some of those job responsibilities as contractors. And that's when I could breathe again. That's what I could take a deep breath. So my input for you today is know all aspects of your project or your business or your charitable organization, whatever it is that you're launching, know every job. Just make a commitment not to do every job long-term. The minute you can start building in margin for additional help, and remember, you're building it out through payroll. Maybe payroll is bi-weekly. 
you build it out accordingly. You know, what can we take on now? What is the salary amount that we can take on biweekly over the course of 26 pay periods in the year? And figure that way what you can do and begin to offload. I promise you the minute that you do that, the minute you get help, the minute you delegate and then follow up in your delegation, that is the key to delegation, by the way. You can't just hand something off. You must follow up and set incremental times to follow up with those that you delegate these items and tasks to. That is the pathway to success. Once you are able to offload and delegate some of these items to those who are capable and can probably do it 10 times better than you, I'll be honest, the woman who was doing the billing, she could do it 10 times faster than I could. She knows this inside and out. She knows how to batch bill. She knows how to do large sections of clientele at a time. I didn't know how to do any of that. The woman who took over our payroll, she was so much faster at it because she could see little indiscrepancies and things that needed to be fixed or things that didn't look right. And she knew how to fix it quickly. So it will be well worth your while. And beautiful thing, it frees up your energy. And now when you begin to breathe again, your creativity comes back and your vision comes back and baby, you'll be able to problem solve. You'll be eating problems for breakfast. You'll problem solve, you'll move on and you'll create new innovative solutions to not only be the best in your industry, but to grow and expand and ultimately to teach others how to do the same thing. And isn't that where we ultimately want to be? Isn't that a beautiful thing? I think so. And I am with you all the way, supporting and encouraging you. Thank you again for listening, my friend. And as always, I cannot wait to see you on the next episode. Thanks so much for listening to The Stephanie Stevens Show. Please remember to subscribe so we can stay connected and you never miss an episode of the podcast. Oh, and if you haven't left a rating yet, please be sure to do so. It helps incredible people like you find the podcast. We'll see you on the next episode.